welcome to the Yourself Enlightened podcast. This is a bi-weekly podcast created for the everyday spiritual enthusiast like myself. On this podcast, we will discuss topics related to all things spiritual, divine, metaphysical, mystical, magical, health conscious, woo-woo, you know, the works. And if you are at all interested in these topics, then this podcast is for you. So join the conversation by following Yourself Enlightened on Instagram at yourself underscore enlightened and visit yourselfenlightened.com. I'm your host, Carissa, and today we'll be discussing positive affirmations and their influence on our lives. So we've all heard the term positive affirmations, which seems to be a pretty common statement these days. Um, so what exactly are positive affirmations? And you may be asking, do they actually work? Like, What is the purpose of a daily affirmation practice? So an affirmation itself is the action or process of affirming something or being affirmed. It's a declaration. It's a declaration that something is. It's a proclamation or even a power statement, if you will. It's an assurance that something just is. It's an oath. It's a promise. It's a confirmation, again, that something is. It's a confirmation of truth. And I just, I love that. Uh, it, another way to describe it is also uh, a prayer. An affirmation, in a sense, is a prayer. It's your way of, of asking uh, for something or stating that you feel a certain way about something. And you're talking to a higher power, the universe, source, God, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's your way of communicating to something bigger than us. So decide what it is that you want to call into your life and proclaim that as truth. Now that's an affirmation. Decide what it is that you want and proclaim that it is truth. So let's think of it as truth and feel the essence of that thing so strongly that it just has to come into existence. You are willing it into existence by writing these affirmations or saying these affirmations or stating that this thing is already truth. So in past episodes, I've had a chance to talk a bit about self-talk and the power of positive and negative self-talk. Essentially, you are what you think about and you call things into your life based on your thoughts, feelings, and words. Having a very intentional and focused practice around positive self-talk can be a game changer for us in our lives. So I'm telling you, deliberate thinking, deliberately thinking certain thoughts and deliberately writing down all the things that you want to have, feel, be, do, release, obtain, heal, etc. is a powerful, powerful practice. It trains your brain through repetition to believe that these thoughts are your reality already. Also, while you think these thoughts, your energy matches those thoughts, again, allowing you to manifest these things into your reality. That's why when you think about a past event, you tend to feel the emotion from that event. Well, when you think a thought, our bodies tend to respond by feeling the emotion associated with that thought. Therefore, if you are thinking about things that you desire, you tend to feel good, you're light, you're excited. But if you don't feel that way when thinking about what you want, then you're likely in a state of resistance or fear, but you're resisting that thing that you want if you're not feeling good when thinking about it. If you are in a state of fear, desperation, or anxiety, then you're either connecting with past feelings or feelings um, related to the future, like anxiety, right? So if you feel like um, there's a sense of 
of lack and so you're not likely going to get these things because you're um, used to feeling lack from past events, then you're probably not going to call that thing in at all or at least not very quickly because again you're resisting it. You're, you're thinking of it more from a point of desperation than a point of just excitement that it's coming to you at some point. Um, and there is a big difference from that. So if you're feeling excitement that this thing is on its way to you, then you are present in this moment. You're not in the future. You're not in the past. You are just excited right now that, oh, this thing is going to come to me at some point. And you're allowing things to flow to you when you're in that state. So now keeping all this in check can be challenging. <laughs> I definitely know that it can be challenging because I've gone um, through this and, and I go up and down and back and forth with this myself, but it, it can be done. You can be in a, a pretty constant flow um, and constant state of uh, positive energy when thinking about things that you want, but it, it takes awareness, it takes practice. The key is just to be diligent with asking for what it is that you want and f just feel what you're actually feeling in those moments and make adjustments as you go along. Thank the experiences that show you what it is that you want as well, because um, there's a lot of value in that, right? We wouldn't know what we actually want if we didn't experience things that make us feel icky and, and not good, right? When we feel poorly from a, a negative experience, then it's easy to pinpoint what we want to be different. And that's how we understand what it is that we actually want right now and in the future. So when you're feeling good, just know that you're in a state of flow and that you're in a state of allowance. I think that's really important to remember. But there are also some other elements to building a strong daily affirmation practice. You have to be okay receiving what it is that you're supposed to receive. You have to be okay receiving what is for your highest good and for the highest good of all. So you're not always going to get exactly what you want if it's not aligned with your highest good. And that's okay. So you have to trust the universe in this process as well. Maybe the universe has something different in mind for you. And that's also okay. So just accepting what is and what happens is important. So you have to be willing to look at the things that happen to you and find the good in it, even if the, the situation doesn't seem good at all. And there are, but there are always positive um, elements to each situation always. And sometimes they're harder to find than other times, but they're always there. Like what lessons are there for you to learn from that experience? It's important to look at that. And what could have been worse? I know sometimes in a, a really negative situation or a really horrible situation, it's hard to look at it from, oh, it actually could have been worse. Like let's say you get into a car accident, but everybody is okay, but your car is totaled and it's going to be a financial burden and all those things. Think about the fact that you weren't hurt and that there weren't others that were hurt. So that's just one small example that just came to my mind. Um, but there's always something to be grateful for and always something to glean from each experience. Um, and I actually have an example of this um, from a recent experience in my family. So um, for a period of time, my mom had been borrowing my brother's car. He had an extra car that he didn't have to use on a daily basis, so she was able to use it. And one day she ended up getting into an accident. She ended up totaling it and she was fine and the other people were fine, um, which was a blessing. 
But it, at the time, it seemed like a really, really horrible financial burden for my brother, right? He had only had the car for about six months. He wasn't very far into paying on this loan that he had. She wasn't an, an insured driver on the car, even though he had great insurance and he had gap insurance and everything. So it was actually questionable as to whether the loan would actually be paid off completely. And he had put down, you know, about $4,000 on the car. And so he was um, basically going to lose that dollar value um, as well. And so it would have been difficult for him to turn around and get into another car. Um, so, you know, a few weeks after the event, he actually found out that um, his credit had increased a little bit, which allowed him to get a different auto loan. And his boss, being an amazing human being, stepped up and gave him a down payment for a car. So he ended up in a car that was actually a year newer. It was in better condition. And he had a lower interest rate because his credit had increased a bit um, from the old loan being paid off. And his boss stepped up as, again, as an amazing human and gave him his down payment. So he ended up being in a better financial situation and being set up, uh, or he was set up, for a better financial situation in the future, just due to those changes. So it ended up being a financial blessing uh, in the long run. So it's just a matter of trusting the universe in the moment that the initial event occurs, right? And just knowing that there is a, a purpose here, and we just have to, to trust that that's the case and, and look for the good in everything. So because trust me, in the moment, and for a couple of weeks, at the very least, we were all very concerned and very distraught about this, and we had to try to step back and go, oh, this is okay, this is a good situation, and it ended up being that way, but it was it was hard to, to look at it that way in the moment. Okay, so moving on though, patience is also key to having a strong practice. Things might take some time to manifest, and that is okay. They may not manifest at all, and that's also okay. It depends on what it is and how much you are allowing it to flow. But if something doesn't show up right away, keep going. Make it fun and lighthearted. Your practice should not be a chore. If it becomes a chore, then it probably won't be as effective. Actually, I know it won't be as effective. So, you know, keep checking in with yourself and how you're feeling while you're actually doing this and writing and, and saying affirmations. Because again, if it's something that you're like, oh, I better do this, you know, I better do my due diligence, then it's just, it's not going to work. It has to be something that you enjoy and that you're connected to and that you actually believe in. And when you do believe in it, it's, it's just awesome. It's, it's really powerful to see what manifests. So I tend to keep a notebook with me at all times. I take it with me you know, even when I'm with my husband in the car and he's driving, I'll be writing some some affirmations. He doesn't really know what I'm doing. He thinks I'm just journaling, but sometimes I'm just writing affirmations and that's fun for me. If that's, you know, the only time that I get that day, then that's awesome. I, I took advantage of some time when I was just sitting in the car, but I have it with me at work. So every once in a while throughout the day, I'll go, oh, you know what? I'm going to hurry and write a couple affirmations. So I'll open my notebook for this and, and just write a few down. And then when I'm going to bed at night, when I wake up in the morning, I try to do this frequently rather than just once a day, but it depends on the day and that's okay. I do what I feel that I can, but I just keep this notebook with me 
all the time. And it's also where I put, you know, ideas for podcasts and different things. So it's just a, a special notebook for me. But I also use it as a gratitude journal. So I know a lot of people have a separate gratitude journal where they write down things they're grateful for. But for me, these are actually very similar. So when I'm writing down things that I'm grateful for, I feel like I'm actually writing down affirmations as well. Because when I'm grateful for something, I'm calling in more of it. So it doesn't have to just be an affirmation like I am abundant or I am joyful, right? It could also be I am so grateful for the joy that flows into my life and the money that flows into my life. I'm so grateful for X, Y, Z. That is also an affirmation and also a part of a prayer. Like I mentioned before, it can be a prayer because when I pray deliberately, I typically list a bunch of things that I'm super grateful for. So I think that's a key thing to keep in mind as well. So it can also be helpful to release old energies and old thought patterns, old emotions to make way for new energies to flow in. So affirmations are not just about calling in the new things. For me, I'm also writing down affirmations related to releasing because you need to release old things again to make room for new things to come in and fill that void that was created when you released the old things. So there's a lot of power in that as well. And I feel like if you write down a lot of things that you're releasing, but you're not then turning around and calling in new things, I think that there's a void that is there that's just going to be filled in with the old um weighs the old energies if you don't deliberately call something to fill in that energetic void. So it's important to have a balance of both. So I do, you know, sometimes I start in my journal with, you know, 10 things that I'm releasing for that um, upcoming period, you know, maybe for that week or that month, um, for that moon phase, for the new year, whatever it is. And then right behind it, I'm writing the things that I'm calling in, um, the things that I want in my life. So again, I tend to mix those up in my notebook. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do that. I think it's just something to be mindful of. And I do have some examples for you as well. Um, some things that, that I tend to write pretty frequently. Like for example, I am releasing fear-based thinking. I am releasing anxiety. I am releasing the need to know what's next in my life. I am releasing control and the need to control. I am releasing worry. I am releasing tension and stress from my mind and my body. I am releasing limiting beliefs around lack. I am releasing the belief that there is not enough to go around. I'm releasing all blocks to abundance and financial freedom, etc. You get the idea, so on and so forth. And feel free to use any of these, of course, if they resonate with you. And as for calling new things in, I say things like, I'm allowing myself to live in the flow. I'm allowing abundance, prosperity, and wealth to flow into my life. I am accepting what is and embracing the journey from here. I am secure. I am safe and protected. I am allowing myself to receive blessings in my life. I am allowing myself to relax and to rest. I'm calling in a simpler way of being and living. My needs are met beyond my wildest dreams, and I'm able to share my wealth with others in life-changing ways. I love that one. I'm so grateful for my blessed life. I'm inspired. 
I'm inspiring change in the world, and so on and so forth. Of course, you can go on and on and on and on. So um, I've mentioned Matt Kahn in a recent episode, and I just love listening to him. I think he has some very profound ideas. So I encourage you to look him up. He has a lot of videos on YouTube, and that's typically where I tend to listen to him. But I'm going to reference him again here. So he said something that was uh, very profound to me um, in a past video that I watched, and it's the idea that we need to spend more time acknowledging all the amazing things that we accomplish on a daily basis. We need to tell ourselves that we are doing a good job. We need to acknowledge when we did something well. Throughout the day, even the busiest of days, tell yourself, wow, you did a great job on that project. Or you were so kind and gentle with that person in that situation. Way to go. I love you. You are doing so many things so well. Great work. Keep it up. You are awesome. Basically, in other words, we need to encourage ourselves just as we would encourage a child. In essence, when we do that, we are encouraging our own inner child. And it feels so good to do that. And we need to do that. I mean, if we're willing to treat others with respect and kindness and, a, you know, gentle, um, nurturing touch, why wouldn't we do that with ourselves? It's, it's just mind-boggling that people don't make that connection and that we need to be even more gentle with ourselves, right? I mean, it's, it's very powerful when we do that. Make yourself feel good. Compliment yourself. It's such a beautiful way to live when you do that. So what is your daily practice? What does that look like? Uh, what positive affirmations do you love the most? Which ones have, have been the most powerful and the most um, influential in your life? I would love to hear about this. I'd love to hear from you on this. So feel free to DM me on Instagram, comment on one of my posts. I actually have a post that I posted the other day specific to daily affirmations and had some good responses on that. Um, also, I have not requested this of anyone yet, but if you enjoy this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would leave a review. Um, I'm on all the major platforms, so whatever platform you choose, um, feel free to do that if you are called. Um, thank you so much for listening. It means the world. I love to do this. It's so much fun for me. And of course, I'm, I'm very passionate about this. So thanks again for listening and I'll catch you in a couple more weeks. Have a great week. Thank you.